0: Welcome to another episode of the Bitter Jury Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Westoff, and joining me tonight are my co-hosts, Charles, Richard, and Sarah to talk about all the things that happened in week five of the US 25 Big Brother season. Boy, we've had a busy week. This house is exhausting. The house flips back and forth every three hours, it feels like. Uh, this has been quite the season so far, and we have so much to break down about uh, Jared's HOH week and how it played out. Um, so, as before, we get too deep into things. Uh, let's just introduce our hosts. So, first, um, the man who's sitting in darkness now on our Zoom call, who is mourning the loss of Red tonight. Uh, we do drink on this podcast, so everyone pouring out for Charles's uh, team. First team, evicti Red. He is the Fourth player evicted from the house, fifth house guest out from this season. Charles, welcome to tonight's show. If your screen says anything about how you feel, I know what to expect, but how are you doing tonight?
1: You know, we had kind of made jokes previously in the season that if something kind of went awry that I just didn't agree with, that I would sit in darkness. So here we are. Um, I don't even think that it's... As much for Red getting evicted as the fact as it's on Jared's fucking H-O-H that he got evicted. Um, A couple of my other friends who know how much I despise Jared, and we've talked about it on here, it is just so fucking unbelievable to me that an idiot like this is the cause for my guy red to be gone so um yeah i'm excited to be here in darkness hopefully you can see that i still have a drink and i'm ready to go
0: oh well true to your word is you texted me right after i told you the eviction count i am really pissed about red going home on jared's watch he's useless so uh you do stick to your guns on that uh, someone else who sticks to their guns, my sister, Sarah. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. I know you've been keeping a close eye on the live feeds this week and have uh, been caught up on all the episode. How do you think this week went? And how are you feeling now that uh, Red has left the
2: house? Um, I have been up. I have been down. I have been let down this week. <laughs> I have been surprised this week. I have fallen in love with uh, Mara Corey this week. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Welcome to the team.
2: (laughs) And uh, yeah, there's a lot to talk about for sure. Um, Lots of vote roulette. And uh, it was crazy. It was crazy this week.
0: Yeah. Vote roulette. Target roulette. This house can never seem to come on agreement of anything longer than about two, three hours. Uh, But also joining us tonight, it's my friend, Richard Mai. Richard, um, I guess if you want to go ahead and do it now, let's, we've already talked a little bit and we'll get into the red stuff here in a minute, but I think even more exciting or dramatic than red leaving is who we got for HOH. So if you want to go ahead, tell me how you're doing tonight and go ahead and spill the beans to Charles, who doesn't know yet what kind of week we're looking at coming up, who's in charge of the house?
3: Yeah, I was doing pretty good until I got a text from my friend um, about an hour ago telling me who won the HOH because I missed the end of the uh, the episode. Um, yeah, so uh, damn Cameron won. We got two so, dark um, screens. I'm going to sit here. Not as dark as Charles. Hey, but, join um... me. Join me in the <laughs> darkness. All I'm gonna say is that I was hoping on everything that exists that you know, I'm gonna turn my the cut co- like the light on my mic off. Um, it's actually where a, a sick mic. Where's the where's, the, where's <laughs> that where's is the, a pretty sweet where's mic. off? Where's just switch real, it to red you know, honestly, I no, switch I love it to that. red in honor yeah, of red. Yeah,
1: There so <laughs> okay. okay. You just
3: you um, asked it. Right. Well, I I missed it. Um, there we and go. I keep missing it. <laughs> But all I'm going to say is that I was hoping that Cameron would be the one that went home this week, and uh, now he's the HOH. And I have never missed the Battle of the Block more because there's no chance that he gets dethroned as HOH. Well, all I can say
0: now is congratulations to Pooch, who has the first official member of the jury on his team. Pooch also texted me earlier tonight uh, to rub it in a little bit. And he said, uh, is it just me or am I low-key killing this BB fantasy? So shout out to Pooch. Okay. He's, okay. Uh, okay.
3: Okay. You hold and on, him both on, don't on. have anyone
0: missing yet. Uh, but I think Pooch you're... needs
3: to back up because <laughs> here's the thing. Even though I have the idiot on my team, my team is still full intact. And at least up until this week, this, in my opinion, the strongest team-
1: yeah, I use Who you has do, America, Corey? I have America.
3: Corey is on. If you say damn Pooch, I'm gonna have to defer. Pooch. Yep. Pooch has <laughs> okay, I'm Cameron. To, I'm gonna have to defer.
0: Pooch between. has Cameron, Corey, and Blue. So I told him I, I didn't think he had a strong yeah. winner on his team, but he's he's probably making all three to Jerry. So
3: cool. I mean Corey helps damn his case pooch. because Corey's slowly doing better. felicia needs to clean her act up jag keeps scaring me every week by sitting on that stupid block and um yeah that's my team well felicia and jag
0: none of you have to worry because i'm probably eating these hot wings anyway but well let's reel this back in biggest news of the night is we officially sent red out of the house now This was not a uh, straightforward week. Uh, There were beginning of the week, you know, we had Cameron and red put on the block by Jared. Um, honestly, I think the house was happy if either one of them went, the whole purpose of the week was to split up the power duo of red and Cameron. Um, not gonna lie. I kind of thought that was overhyped until I saw Cameron win. HOH tonight, and he's officially played in every single competition that you can play in this season so and he's won four of them i think so maybe he is a bit of a comp beast um but Mm. once not beast i'll say but he's at least a bigger threat so far than anyone else left
2: in the house comp threat yeah okay we'll put it comparatively to everyone else in the house yes Yes,
0: only to bb25 season but (laughs) once we saw uh cameron win that veto uh and jag was the replacement and we'll get into why jag became that replacement later um uh, but it really was a back and forth affair of who was going to go home um so sarah can you kind of set up who when they put jag up on the block the house initially wanted jag to be gone right he was he was under the impression he was a pawn but he was the initial target right
2: yes when they put jag up for the renomination ceremony um yes he originally was the target um they kind of came together, Sarif, um Jared, Izzy, and said, hey, um, if I were to be saved in a house where I was just voted out um, in a unanimous vote, then I probably would come in not trusting anyone. So they decided that he was probably a larger threat than he was ally. So he originally was the target. Things. Um, Actually, real
0: quick before you move forward, who else was in consideration for uh, being the replacement nominee?
2: Um, so it was Jag America and the yeah that was kind of it I think, I think
0: i think bowie was a, an option there
2: for a little yeah as well. yeah bowie was like just like a random throw in option but it was between um jag and america um jared has it out for america right now um
0: as this man this
2: is a much bigger mu- much bigger topic <laughs> that we'll get into I'm sure um but between red and jag ultimately they decided that you know we watched red and cameron kind of break up on Wednesday night's episode um because of okay, I'm going to that...
1: interject here I literally cried
2: stop <laughs> not even kidding it wasn't until they had inklings that Red and Cameron were gonna be probably mining Vinces getting back together. Um and realized that they weren't gonna be able to trust Red And that's why more like than that. they couldn't trust Jag. So that's I why wanna, I,
3: I wanna interject here. Um in terms of um Replacement nominees I know that there's the whole thing And we'll talk about I'm sure we'll talk about it later Like Sarah said The whole like uh Like ulterior motives For why Jared is up Against You know America so badly But I genuinely think Like from a game Point perspective If you're Jared Getting rid of America Is a better move Than getting rid of Jag Because of that Like duo Ship with Co- With Corey Um Jag is kind of in a lot of places, but he's also closer to Jared because of like, there's like degrees of separation. Like Jag is loyal to Matt, who's loyal to Sari, who's loyal to Jared. So like, I don't know why you'd go for Jag because Jag isn't necessarily an, an immediate threat to you as much as America is because America isn't working with Jared amongst the other things that he said about her, which I, I need to drink before we even get yeah. to that crap.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, know. I'll say this, yeah, I do agree. The biggest problem for the uh, for the Suri Izzy Jared Alliance is Korean America. They're the only people who haven't been completely bamboozled by Suri. So yeah, I think that would have been probably the best for Jared. Um, but Jared doesn't follow what's best for him. He he follows his ego. Uh, we'll rewind to all this stuff. But Charles, I want to bring you in Um, just with red gone. Now, how do you see the house reacting moving forward? Uh, You know, and it just, just gives me your full reaction to the news of tonight in general, red gone, but now Cameron is HOH. Do you predict that Cameron gets revenge for red? Do you think he turns a new leaf and, and goes another direction? Uh, just give me your initial gut reaction since this news is all still pretty fresh for you.
1: Um, I mean, truthfully, my reaction is more to ask questions, which, you know, one of which I had for you all who have kind of paid more attention to the feeds because I didn't really pay attention this week. And, you know, I think my initial thought is, Did Red and Cameron not have a conversation at some point throughout their whole breakup and their whole thing? Because I'm sitting here thinking, like, I remember so many times that somebody has been on the block with their ride or die, but it hasn't gone to complete hell because everybody has an understanding and they had this side conversation of, you know what? I'm going to go, you know, kind of how Cameron did, I'm going to go tell the HOH what I need to tell them, but I'm still trying to protect you. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, surely they had this conversation and surely Red's not that hurt. But again, I'm kind of jumping around now, well, but
0: let me uh... watching
1: their breakup, like it told me that they did not have this conversation because you could tell they were both genuinely upset by it
0: let, let um, me jump in here real quick and yeah. i, I will have a back and forth here for a second with you and me charles um so just i didn't watch the episodes really this week i saw the end of the eviction episode but i've been following the live feeds and the live feed updates so i'm aware of what the actual situation was but i don't really know how the show portrayed it so can you recap for me and as well as our audience what did the big brother show um portray as the reason for the breakup and why it went down
1: um in a nutshell essentially in cameron's direct conversation with jared he basically just threw red under the seemingly threw red under the bus and just oh, well, you know, I can see that Reds is your target, so I'm going to fight, and I'm going to make sure that I stay here and I agree with you. And again, he's agreeing with Jared, which, okay, that's fine. And then in his DR, of course, he's still making comments about Reds still my ride or die. I'm telling the HOH what I need to tell the HOH to protect myself and to also kind of cover my tracks. And again, in my mind surely he's telling Red this. And I'm like, oh. So then, of course, Jared, who's the biggest dumbass of all dumbasses, but in this case, I guess, did the right thing from a game perspective, but went directly to Red and said, hey, he's supposed to be your ride to die, but I'm just going to go ahead and let you know he's already told me that he's okay if you go home, and blah, blah, blah. So then, of course, that getting back to Red, Red just took it to a 10 and it's like, Oh my gosh, my guy has stabbed me in the back and the chillers are now on ice. L- literally that line, like I literally started crying. <laughs> Cause I was like, all right.
0: So, yeah, so there's a major piece missing from here. And Sarah, Richard speak up if I get any of this wrong, but from the live feed updates, what really happened. And I, I, without rewinding too much. So there is a ongoing situation between a lot of people in the house in America. A lot of the men in the house in America, specifically, it started mostly with Cameron acting creepy towards America. Once Riley left, Riley was like his first victim's a strong word, but his first crush slash obsession. person he obsession. Yes, I was say, what do you word. mean creepy? creepy like by creepy
2: uh, he means like uh, telling America that she needs to put more clothes on because he can't handle himself in front of her uh, um
0: staring at her for 10-15 minutes at a time
1: so he's using her for his uh, spank tank uh, yeah I mean we saw
0: similar things (laughs) happening with Riley (laughs)
1: Richard's face
3: (laughs) Yeah. So we saw. I just never never know what to expect with you anymore. (laughs) Hey,
1: that's why I'm here. Uh,
0: We saw similar behavior with him and Riley, where he would be like hitting on her, but also calling her his daughter, and then also like manipulating her by like pushing her away from her friends and isolating her. So we already saw some like iffy behavior around him and women with Riley. And now it's being also. He's doing the same towards America but she's more aware of it and she's actually telling other people, "Hey, I'm feeling uncomfortable around Cameron." And and,
2: and no one is listening to her. No, for
0: the <laughs> most part, people are piling on. Matt has piled on, called her a bitch, said she's stupid. Jared's called her some bad words that I'm sure if you're on social media for Big Brother yeah. you've seen. We're not going to get into that tonight, but maybe for
1: We don't episode. want to cancel ourselves. Right. So Izzy's, that's
3: Izzy's Izzy's was tamer, but more, like, mentally kind of, I'd say, um, I don't know, affecting, or I don't oh, know what the right America? word is. Um, yeah, because yeah. Izzy kind of just gaslit her. Totally. Just, like, waved it off in gaslit her. Yeah.
2: Totally.
0: So, basically, yeah, so that's going on in the background, which is key information, because it's been, uh, it, it's not just Cameron. Like, there are other people are treating her, right. Uh, like we just got into but red was also someone who has been talking bad about america um it started off with him talking about how he one can't really be around her because he he's afraid of how his girlfriend at home will think he's acting around such a pretty woman he's called her fast and loose which i guess is basically a way of calling her a slut, but (laughs) in, in red terms Um, Yeah, she's
2: real slutty
0: yeah
3: they've
0: uh, so
2: dumb they say that why no not why
3: what annoys me is that you direct that towards america and not towards blue right exactly
0: it's like they're picking up it's just it's the taylor steamroll one person decided she's going to be the victim and they're all piling on because that's what can happen
3: sarah's reaction was me when i first read what he said
0: yeah so with that key context um Sorry, I won't get to in too much longer here, but this is crucial details as well. Uh, Sari pulled Corey aside and told him some of the stuff Red had been saying about America. Uh, but the way she phrased it was that, I, and Sarah, tell me if I'm wrong here. I believe what she said to Corey was, he did, uh, Red didn't say these exact words, but he basically called her a bitch. Like That's what she said about to Corey about America, is that Red didn't call her a bitch, but all the things he's been saying can be summed up by basically saying he called her a bitch.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But Corey didn't hear the beginning portion. He just heard Red called her a bitch, and then went, told America about that, and then telephone game, because America has been telling people about how Cameron's making her feel uncomfortable, Red's talking shit about her. Word got around and Red ended up hearing, well, I guess Cameron ended up hearing first about some of these rumors. And then he also extended the telephone game and told it to other people. And then Red got word that Cameron had repeated information about him calling America a bitch. So that long story there, all you really got to pull from it is that from Red's perspective, his number one ally in the house, Cameron, is going around and telling people that he's mistreating women and calling them bitches And it's making him look bad on national television. And that's supposed to be his number one dude. Now, obviously, there's a lot of misconstrued telephone games and miscommunications there. And that's why when you see that hot tub scene, if if Red would have just been like, hey, I heard you're telling people I called. America bitch they probably could have worked it out right there but he was being all dramatic and being like you know what you did I don't even have to say it it's like Cameron literally was like what are you talking about
1: but it broke my heart
0: so that's the backstory of why they actually broke up it wasn't just about the being on the thing together there was a little more drama
1: behind the chillers are on ice
0: and also I mean you gotta tell me that didn't
1: that didn't make you all sad
0: well, Definitely. I didn't watch the episode, so I, I only heard the Taron reenactment, but he also had the piano music, so it was a little sad.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway.
0: It was Anyways, sad. that's what got us to Red being the final of I D, I think. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of drama you get when you follow the live feed updates day to day, is there are things that you miss on the show, but obviously, how would they even show that in 60 minutes? It, they've got. They've only got three episodes a week to try and get all that information in. So I don't blame the producers, they've got a tough job. Um, Let's see, I I have a topic I kind of want to get to, but is there anything else we need to dive into on the mechanics of this week? You know, Jared HOH, Jared putting up Cam in red. Um, Cam did win a tiny veto. So it was kind of cool to see tiny veto come back. Um, And then we had our eviction. Uh, anything mechanically there that you want to touch on, Richard? I know. Mm-hmm. I think nothing. I think I,
1: this is the first time Richard has not had something it's to say, Because so I've been talking been for no like 20
0: minutes. I'm like taking over this pod. I'm going to cut a little bit of this portion.
1: No, right? no, keep it.
0: But um, all right. Something I want to get into because I don't have a format for this. We're just going to talk about fun stuff.
1: We can Uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about.
0: All right. Jared's really bad at keeping secrets.
1: (laughs) Jared's really bad at the fucking game, dude. dude. That's why I'm sitting in darkness. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before you continue. Sure. Okay. Now I'm Jared Jared. wearing
0: his his handkerchief on his head.
1: (laughs) Yes. There we go. Now, now we can continue.
0: All right. Well, we've we've known in past weeks that Jared slipped up a few times with the secret about him and his mom in the house. You know, he literally told Blue and just said it was Felicia. Um, But this week, Richard, are you aware of the thing that happened last night with um, Um, Corey, America and Jared?
1: I think so. All right, I know Sarah is. Ooh, right? I'm not. Please, Bill.
0: All right, Sarah, let, let me stop talking for a few minutes, please. Inform <laughs> us how Jared almost let the cat mm-hmm. out of the bag last
2: night. So basically last night, uh Jared, America, and Corey were all sitting in the they were in the HOH room, right? And um, they were chatting about age and experience, and Jared was telling Corey how. And a
0: little back, just tiny back information here. Jared has to, like, he and Corey are buds, but there's a power dynamic there. He has to be better than Corey at everything. Like the Corey can't be better at anything than him or it's going to bother Jared's ego. So keep that in mind when we talk about this story. Jared
1: doesn't have an ego. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> Jared has a massive ego and Corey is having a hard time taming it for sure. But basically, um, Jared and Corey in America, they were all having a conversation and Jared was telling Corey that basically he has no game um, and like, hitting on
0: women game.
2: Not like yeah. Big brother game. Yeah. Um, and Corey, you know, came back to Jared saying, you know, well, maybe that's what like people find endearing about me. Um, and Jared was like saying no 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 no, you don't have like the type of experience that i have and you know you never will basically and Corey said well at the age of 21 i I, i'm on reality television so you know it seems like I, i i have a lot of experience what were you doing and Jared, um, you know, it got silent for a second, and then Jared said, "Well, you know, I, I was on live TV when I was 18." So,
0: and, and Corey goes, and, "Why were why were you on national television?"
2: And Corey goes, "Wait a second, what were you on?" <sighs> <laughs> and I love Sarah's
1: reenactment right now.
2: Jared Ger- no, is the best part. Jared Jared couldn't even handle it. He 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 couldn't even lie. He did not think far enough about where he was gonna take that next statement. So when Cory Richard was feels like,
1: like how I feel right when,
2: now. When, There's 20 places you could
3: go with that statement. Your when, family was literally on um, any effing tv show would have done it i don't care my cousin was on the voice america's
0: funniest home billy bow
3: like. job was like my best friend was on fucking dancing on i who cares all right Sarah, and he, he, had did, 20 he places him? to go with that
2: jared ended up saying that um that he was on big brother at 18
1: yeah, big so brother t- to reenact it. Okay, bit. I'm gonna chug the rest of this beer
0: <laughs> t- to reenact it. A bit Corey goes, You wh- what What were you on? He goes, Uh, a uh, uh, big brother, and Corey goes, Huh, real funny, you know, like seriously, what were you on? And he like couldn't like come up with a lie, he just kept saying, A uh, big brother,
2: big, big brother.
0: <laughs> Corey's like, Stop messing with me. <laughs> and the, my favorite part is he walks in the room in the middle of this conversation, goes, Hey, what are y'all talking about? And uh, Corey goes, "Uh, Jared said he was on national television when he was 18. Izzy goes, y'all are crazy and walked out of the room.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm glad I'm sitting in darkness at the moment. (laughs) Like, uh, and I've said this the past few episodes. Jared is a waste of fucking space. Get him off of the show. He's terrible. I hope that he listens to this one day and he can come on here and I will say the same thing. I hope you're a cooler person outside of the big brother house. But other than that, dude, like, okay, absolutely can, not.
3: Can, can I go back to something real quick? Um, Please. I found this and I don't know if this is the best person to quote or not, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, As we all know, after the Big Brother house, um, Jeff Schroeder has had a career, um, one of the careers of all time. Um, But what I will give him credit for, um, I think he said this at about, I forgot who he said this about, but a few seasons ago, it was one of the more recent seasons. He was asked on the TV show that he's on, um, I just found this this clip on Twitter because somebody retweeted it. Basically just saying like um one of like one of the his co-hosts was just asking him like what he thinks of like a like um one of the house guests said like a like a racist or like something like that remark which makes me think that it was a, probably about like Jackson Mickey or something like that but um basically Jeff was just saying I don't want to pass too heavily of a character judgment and tell the world what his character is just based off of what we've seen off of this show, um, there he was like, "They're in the house twenty four with cameras on you twenty four seven for a huge chunk of your year," and sometimes it does that to people. And he was like, "That's not it's not an excuse for him saying it, but it does like just being in the house does change your brain chemistry over time." So I think. To that extent, I would say is why is why I differentiate the Jared situation from the Luke situation, because Luke said what he said like three days into the house and Jared's been there for four weeks. So there's an argument to be had that he, you know, that his brain chemistry to some degree has been altered up to, you know, after, you know, a whole month now being in the house again, not an excuse at all for what he said and what he's been doing.
2: I just don't but think, I just that think that that word that we, yeah. would come out of your mouth unless it were in your vocabulary.
3: Oh, 100 yep. percent. And that's yep. the, and that's where I was going with. it. I feel like. I don't know what he was, you know, what he was raised with, but northeast all boys, Catholic high school, that is a word that I've been telling people I know to stop saying because it is part of vocabulary very much. So and it's something that, you know, you just have to be mindful of and try to stop. But it's also hard when it's already habit.
0: Yeah, it's true. It'd be a lot easier to to look, not look past it, but like you said, given the benefit of the doubt, if he wasn't every day making a fool of himself with just his conversation, especially the stuff with Blue and just how he thinks about relationships with women, it's very alpha male.
2: Yeah, I more so think in other situations, you could give him the benefit of the doubt, but less so in the in, in this situation where he used a derogatory term to describe someone.
3: And I will say what Jeff kind of <clears throat> brought it all back to one main point that he did was like, in his opinion, um, I haven't thought about this enough to say if, if I agree or not. This is just what he said, Um he said that um, he thinks it's more important that we make this a teaching moment for them. Bashing Jared is not like, I don't know. I'm just saying Jared because that's what we're talking about. But it was like he was just like bashing the guy and like now like stooping down to his level and now saying like mean, awful stuff to him isn't going to help him grow and change and stop saying those kinds of things. Yeah. So I kind of see that and see how that is applicable to a certain degree. Um, and there's a reason why that clip was retweeted a few times. For this yeah, situation,
1: I and I didn't know we were gonna dive into this, but no, I <clears throat> excuse me, I actually agree with that 100. You know, and anything I've said about Jared, and even tonight, I've said I don't like him as a player. You know. Um, judging someone's character obviously is tough because again truthfully I don't necessarily think that um what was his name Kyle no not Kyle who was uh, who Kyle got was kicked out season. yeah Luke Luke. Luke 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 um you know I don't think Luke if if Jared's not gone then Luke shouldn't have gone either um in, in my opinion um but I just think if you're from a CBS perspective, right? You know, because I totally agree, us bashing someone about it and like getting super hateful about how somebody treats somebody isn't gonna get anywhere. Um, But if you're gonna create a rule, then let's make that a rule about everything, not just one group or another. So that's my two cents on a serious note and not being dramatic.
3: Yeah, and, and with that said, I mean, um, freaking Halloween was saying that, you know, you got that, you, that, you, that it's the double standard. I'm sorry, I refuse to call I I refuse to call New Year's Eve by her real name.
1: Um, I Laughed so hard when we texted earlier and you put that in there.
3: She will always be every other holiday, mainly Halloween, just because of how scarily stupid she was on 22. Um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, educate yourself. Ten shattered bones, nine weeks in a cast, eight surgeries—you'll <laughs> f- you'll figure it out.
0: Well, for a pellet cleanser, I've got a a, a picture yes. here
1: for us. What is this, yes. Sarah? Sarah are you wear what this yes. is? Yes.
2: yes. Okay, so Charles yes. will be the only
1: one that's never seen this
2: before. Yeah.
1: What is this? So
0: for those is that who Corey? are.
2: for those who are listening
0: only i currently have a twitter video up it's of the scary bedroom it is a an angle showing Corey, america and felicia sleeping and felicia is about to be the star of of the show here let me just play the video
3: (laughs) <laughs>
0: Charles turns the <laughs> light off for this.
2: Hi, yeah,
0: so Felicia sings in her sleep. That's what that was. Oh my was. gosh,
1: that I'm pretty Felicia sure I do Edison. too. So that's why I so hard. So what's up? Yeah,
3: I need you to make sure that if that audio wasn't like if that Included. audio wasn't clear,
1: <laughs> sure re-
0: to reproduce in it. post
3: <laughs> that 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 we make sure that the audience gets um
2: the full picture. Felicia, I
3: don't know Felicia's new single. Um,
1: oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, that
2: was, that was that was that was so
3: good. <laughs> it's one of no, no, no. Felicia sleep singing is going up there with Christmas's zing as one of my favorite things. Oh, sorry, Halloween zing. Sorry, um, one of my favorite things that has come out of this show. I said it on episode like,
0: one of this uh, podcast of this season. Protect Felicia at all costs. She's a gem. That's my
3: team. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Felicia.
1: That's actually one of the. Many reasons I would never go on the show because I know that I'm a sleep talker, runner, crier. All
0: right. Well, those are all the major topics I had this week. I know we didn't like really hit on a ton of them. We drilled down on some more of the important ones. Only other big topic I really had I wanted to discuss quickly is how bad the game JAG is. Like, are you kidding me? You got voted out 10 to 0 last week. And within 24 hours, you're again on Sarid's team targeting Corey and America and are not at all alerted in your mind when they're like, hey, we might do a six to four vote this week and blame it on America and Corey. Uh, Hello. That was the exact same play they ran last week on you. And now they're just flipping it over to red. How is this not sounding every alarm bell in your head being like, oh, my God, these people are lying to me. They're the power structure. I shouldn't trust them. I need to build an army against them. But no, Jack's just here for pranks and good times and staying as long as he can. But he's got no head in the game.
3: You know, what I he reminds what you me know? of who he, he reminds me of like James Hewling, but with integrity, more integrity
0: is, was he the prankster guy from 17? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I know, get a similar vibe. Yeah. Similar he's vibe. here for
3: a good time, you know,
0: here for a good ah. time, but you're right. But a little more
1: integrity.
2: I had uh, such high hopes for Jag. When and that's we walked what I was getting ready to say. Like, Jag was one of my top did, three yeah, winner When picks. we did
1: our draft, we all kind of had a comment of like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have had Jag. Like, and and yes, I got him I think, out of,
2: from last place.
3: Again, just like
2: we said, he looks the part to he be a winner. He plays the part
0: too. He knows he, the game. He understands he, it.
2: He He is... An amazing player that's not playing the same game right now. He is always like two steps behind. He's always two days behind on everything. Unless he sits down with America and Corey and both of them just spill everything that they have, all the information they have, they're not going to get anywhere. If they do spill all that information, I think that a connection could could potentially be made between Serene and Jared. Um,
0: he's been talking but, shit about America all day today and yesterday that he doesn't. Trust yeah,
2: her. with without Jag just having his head on straight, he's useless to have in the game. Yeah. Like it, it just doesn't make sense. Like not sending him home two weeks ago if he's not gonna just fight for it. <laughs> <laughs> like I even will, tonight's okay. HOH Fight for it
3: I'd like to make a case Um, I feel like first of, first of all I think Jag's game Started to break After Riley's eviction And I think what it comes down to Is the fact that I think Jag Is a good pl- Okay I see Jag In terms of like strategic thinking Like a Cody Calafiore Where he uh, was needs about to a second the person thing. To bounce off of Yep now that Riley's gone, he, he turned to he turned to Matt, right? Yep. Matt is now with Suri, is now one of Suri's minions. You could turn to Cory America, but them two are like loved up in the hammock. You could look towards Blue, but now Blue is all on Jared, both literally and medic and you know strategically.
1: Is she um, on or is he in?
3: <laughs> every every sense of the word in on <laughs> through um whatever. <laughs> But I just think that <laughs> now that Matt has kind of turned to the Suri side, Jag feels like he's lost control and any say in decision making because everything is gonna funnel its way up to Suri and Matt or and like Corey and American are gonna are gonna do their thing they they're just all splitting and he lacks that kind of stable like I think Cody Calafiore on 16 I think he would have gone home top seven, maybe top six, if it wasn't for Derek. I think half the reason why he did so well is because he had Derek as the stable, strategic minded, like think through everything kind of guy that he could bounce those ideas off of. And I think Jack is in a, si- a similar situation and he doesn't have that right now. If you yeah, had someone I, you're spot to look to.
2: I, I think that jag has been kind of like lost along the way, you know, like with Riley's HOH, like he was totally set up. If Riley wouldn't have left during Heisman's HOH, Jack probably would still be set up. Um, but Jack
3: would be one of the power players right now if Riley didn't go
0: home. Do you think he got like yeah. shell shocked? Like he was thinking he was so good that first week and now he's just playing
3: a little scared. Could be. No, I think it was losing Matt. I think it was when he realized that Matt is not. By the way, I okay, okay, everything he, you said about
0: comparing Matt him to Cody, I, I think you're spot on with that. Like, I think it,
3: that's it, a, great it's a matter of Jack doesn't have a final two deal that he can rely on and fall back on. Yep. He's, mm-hmm. he's got exist.
0: allies he, that have that. He's got number one allies that he's their number two ally.
3: He solidified three, Riley four. when he should have. He solidified Riley when he should have solidified a three of him, Riley and Matt as the final three in my opinion, oh. would have been the right smart move because you have Riley connecting the two of them. So even if one person leaves, that three, no matter who leaves, the other two could have banded together and become a final two deal. Riley goes home, Jag and Matt. Matt goes home, Riley and Jag. Jag you know goes home, Riley and Matt.
0: Partially ruined the season for me was the fact that Riley whispered in Matt's ear on her way out the door, protect Jag and Siri." And Matt has like, Taking that as being like word from God that like he now has to work for Sari for the rest of the game because yeah Riley who he made a shrine of Q-tips of told him protect Sari and now that's like his calling like Get yeah out but did of we for,
3: but I'm like I'm I've, I'm now just thinking to myself now Matt did you just forget the first half of that the 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 protect Jag part
0: yeah I mean he's sort of. Protecting Jag. No, but the fact is Sari's I mean, targeting Jag, he can't do both.
3: What? Okay, okay. Besides use the power on him, what has he done?
2: Um, he he fought for Jag all week on the on the feeds. I mean, yeah. whenever they were vote flipping toward red, he, Matt he was... and
0: Jag have been buddy up talking crap about America. So they've there is a relationship still there, but I agree though. He does seem like he, he hasn't he'd be more useful if like... he had someone to direct him
3: at spots. Okay, here's a, okay, here's the think the best way to put it. I just thought of this. I think Matt is taking protect too literally rather than play with. Yeah. Riley more so meant like, this is who you need to work with and protect, as in keep around and keep with you and like not let them go. But I think Matt took protect literally, as in who gives a rat's ass? If he's on the block, I'll save his ass. But like, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well
0: it's been a crazy week we have hit on a lot of topics Charles any final wrap-up segments here you want to touch on before we call this I a do name?
1: and yeah and I actually just thought of this this may actually no it won't go longer than what I intend for it to but I'm sitting here thinking especially after we've done the draft and uh you know Daniel and I's teams are now decimated compared to everyone else's at this point give me. At this point in the game, and obviously this will change here over the next couple of weeks, but now that we're getting in on seeing what, you know, a lot more of the personalities are, some of the bullshit players in the game, I want to hear who each of your three's top three is at this moment of who's sitting in the top three. uh... Richard, you first.
3: I'll give a So do you all remember in Big Brother I think it was 19 Which one did Franzel win 18 18 Um I I know I know but that's just how I that's just the winner is how I kind of think of what season I'm thinking of with Paul Um why is that? Which you know which which season did he lose Um I forgot who it was but somebody said they're playing Big Paul no, it was Alex from Big Brother nineteen. They're just playing Big Paul. Yeah. This house is just playing Big Suri. Okay. So Let's who are be your, real. Three? Um, so your three? Um Suri, if no if no one is smart enough to catch on, Suri wins the game um over Matt and Corey. Because that's hmm. what I'd like to
1: see. Amen. Interesting three. All right, Sarah, what about you?
2: Is it my top three of who I think will win the game? Yeah, or at this
1: point right now. And you could or, t- or top that three
2: of who I want to win the game.
1: Of who you think the actual top three will be, not once of who do you think will earn those three spots.
2: AK,
3: who do you think will be first, second, and third? In in, in other terms.
2: I think. I think Suri obviously stands a really good chance, probably is first. Oh, gosh. It's so hard to decide. I think that the next two would probably be Jared and Corey. Yeah, I, okay. I think...
0: I think it's Izzy wins the game because Jared beats Izzy in the final three and takes his mom and she beats him. And just for kickers, I think fourth place would be maybe like Mimi and fifth place would be Corey.
1: Mimi for fourth. Wow.
0: Yeah, I think she'll – not just because she's the only member of my team left, but she, I think she'll just float her way there.
1: Yeah, she's definitely not doing anything – yeah. Um good picks. I will I'm actually I'm always way off compared to everyone else, but I actually do not have Suri in my top three at the moment because I'm really banking on America and Corey, thankfully finally realizing that they cannot allow her to continue running the game. And my three are actually matt pulling off the win on top of america and Corey.
2: okay okay
1: charles (laughs) um yeah and i have i have a couple of theories about one of those people that i probably will never say on air but probably will when we're not recording but um
0: sounds like we got a powwow when this is that's 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 where i stand
1: (laughs) right now all right well
0: if uh, that comes true, I'll be happy because I am rooting for Amerikory at this point. There are only hope for a st- stopping a steamroll, or I don't know. Maybe uh, Bowie can finally join the <laughs> game and do something.
2: But now I do have a question. Do you think now that Cameron is Hoh, do you think he is going to try and hunt down who was the person that saved Jag?
1: I was waiting for you to react to
2: Charles. <laughs>
1: Um I so, sorry, I do. I do. Sir,
0: can you can you repeat that again? I was a little distracted.
2: I said, do you <laughs> think now that Cameron is HOH, do you think he is going to interrogate everyone on who used the power and do you think anyone's going to throw Matt's name under the bus this week?
0: Well I will question. I, I texted this to <laughs> I like that Charles said good question both times he asked it. I
1: know. I was like, that's such a good question. <laughs> um,
0: I, I Sarah, you and I already texted about this, but I'll just repeat what I uh, relayed to you on the text. Uh, this morning, uh, Like as they were getting ready and like putting on makeup and everything, America and Corey were talking specifically about this situation. They were saying, all right, worst case scenario, Cameron wins. What do we do? And Corey and who knows if they'll stick to it, but the they came up together with the plan that they are going to reveal everything to him. Yeah, like they're going to talk about their how they've known about the Legends Twenty Five Alliance this entire time that it wasn't a secret at all that Red and Cameron were the actual targets last week and they were have been for weeks and that there are other alliances of seven and eight with Suri in the middle and that they're the power source. So if all that gets spilled to Cameron, the game could flip on its head. We could just be kind of in a chaos situation. who knows how it lands um but I I'll believe it when I see it with to if Corey and them actually reveal all that because that's going on on, on on a big limb like you are burning all your bridges you're not going back
2: right but do you think that they're going to reveal that matt saved jack because cameron would feel really betrayed by that thinking that he trusted matt this whole time
0: who knows right now obviously jared Sari, and matt know do other people know
2: no but jag knows jag knows knows and jared's a big mouth so
0: yeah we'll see i hope it gets out at this point i'm just rooting for chaos because i need something to be switched up in this house
1: yeah for sure
0: i mean don't get me wrong the live feeds this season are better than most feeds i've ever seen like the house is in dramatic chaos every couple hours flipping and flipping and flipping and paranoia so it's a lot of fun to watch uh, But the end results have been pretty lame so far. Just a bit of a steamroll. So I think I've said steamroll enough times this podcast. Does anyone else have any final topics before I wrap this show for the night? All
2: right. I just can't wait for you all to see Cameron's face whenever Red leaves the house.
1: Cameron's face on, on the
2: episode was like a look of, you know, like on Game of Thrones, like that ice guy. You know the really scary one. The, that was uh, that 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 was Cam. Whenever red well, left, and
0: house. also when he wins, HOH, uh, it's silent in the backyard. It's
2: no, it, it was so <laughs> silent, it hurt, and Suri was visibly upset, along with Izzy, who was also visibly upset. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, like yeah.
2: he literally won, and everyone was like, "Oh." oh oh wow did you guys see that oh <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know?
0: oh well on that note we are going to be looking forward to another chaotic week it sounds like in the big brother 25 house uh we'll be back here next week to recap all of the action uh on the life ease and from the episodes um but until then please subscribe to us on spotify apple wherever you get your podcasts check us out on youtube and until next time thanks for watching and we'll be back soon